Welcome to BCG Talks Hotel Performance in collaboration with Hotstats, the global leader in hotel monthly PL benchmarking. Please note we will be moving this podcast to the not for profit global organization Women in Hotels, or WIH, and announcing a new and improved format for 2021. So please visit wihglobal.com or follow WIH on LinkedIn for news of the relaunch. Today, we share September hotel performance with Michael Grove, Managing Director EMEA at Hotstats, leading the discussion with his U.S. counterpart, David Eisen. Hope all is well. We'll continue to focus on total revenue per available room and gross profit per available room as the leading indicators, and we include all hotels, whether they are opened or closed. The steep ramp-up in July and August revenue performance around the globe provided some much-needed positivity, in particular in the Middle East and European regions as they returned to profit. This much-anticipated return of demand, however, didn't continue into September. European are in September $60, still 74% back on the prior year, and less than $1 growth on August. GOP are just over break-even, was 99% back on the prior year, and down $4 month on month, impacted by a $4 increase in labour costs and $2 in overheads per available room, as more hotels have opened and entered the ramp-up period. At country level, the UK, very much in line with the wider European performance, saw a drop of $3.50 in GOP par. The slight Trevpar increase of just over $1 was very much driven by the provinces, with London, Birmingham, Manchester and Edinburgh, all under $40 of Trevpar. Germany and Austria saw similar Trevpar numbers to the UK also. And whilst French hotels are generally showing higher Trevpar, conversion to the bottom line is weaker, delivering losses at GOP, due to the higher payroll costs and the impact of Paris, and in particular, the luxury hotels. Spain and Portugal GOP par dropped below zero as demand drops following the end of the peak season. In the Middle East, Trevpar was flat month on month with August. Following three months of growth, GOP par dropped to $1.50, following a sharp decline in ADR. Qatar and Kuwait remained the only countries above $100 in Trevpar. Qatar are just shy of $160. In the UAE, the capital Abu Dhabi remains positive at $14. Dubai overtook the secondary Emirates from Trevpar perspective, but at negative $14 of GOP par still has some way to go. The UAE combined is 53% back on a year-on-year basis in Trevpar terms, whilst over 120% back in GOP par at negative $4. In Asia-Pacific, similar to the rest of the world, ramp-up slowed down in September. Trevpar grew slightly to $89, and GOP par dropped by $1 to $19 for the month. China, with the fourth highest Trevpar performance in the region at $108, is by far the highest performer in terms of profit. Japan, Hong Kong, and Singapore, all driving higher revenues, suffer from the larger cost base, in particular labor costs, which for Japan and Hong Kong are almost double that of China on a per available room basis. India and Thailand, both sub $30, negative $30, Trevpar are still in a loss-making position at $4 and $14, respectively. Around the world, uh, hotels that broke even during the month averaged 29% occupancy, which increased by one percentage point over August. I'll hand over to David to talk a little bit about the US. Well, thank you, Mike. Bouncing back to profitability is proving a Sisyphean task for US hotels, the proverbial pushing the rock up the hill and not getting too far while the rest of the world is having a slightly easier path. For the second consecutive month, U.S. hotels in September remained in negative Gopar territory at negative $9.19. It was a 34% regression from the month prior and a 109.6% year-over-year decrease. U.S. hotels in Q3 achieved Gopar of 
negative $9.87, which was 41% higher than the GOPAR recorded in Q2. So that's some good news. The increase mirrored trends in U.S. GDP output of 7.4% during the quarter after shrinking 1.2% in Q1 and another 9% in Q2. September and into October are typically strong months for U.S. hotels, but the data show that year-over-year comparison is, is becoming less and less reliable as the pandemic soldiers forward. Dwindling profit appears to be a function of unrelenting expenses as revenue, however small, continues to show month-to-month improvement. Repar was up to $38.11, a 7.5% increase over August. That was minimally juiced by a 1.7 percentage point increase in occupancy and a less than dollar jump in average rate. Trevpar rose more than $4 over the previous month to $55.55 as revenue from F&B was up only slightly to $8.69 per available room and other ancillary items remain muted. As some of the previously closed hotels across the U.S. began to reopen, labor costs in September saw a slight uptick on a per available room basis, having now jumped $12 since April when the hotel industry cratered due to the coronavirus. As labor costs have increased, so too have they as a percentage of total revenue, now up 9 percentage points since July, pointing to costs continuing to increase at a higher rate than revenue. Total overhead costs, meanwhile, were down 46.8% year-over-year, but up 5.5% over August. The outlook for the hotel industry in the U.S. remains fuzzy, with trade groups such as the American Hotel and Lodging Association maintaining a campaign to convince Congress to pass another round of stimulus. A recent survey of almost 2,000 registered U.S. voters revealed that travel and tourism were the most affected of industries by the economic downturn caused by COVID-19. Back to you, Mike. Okay, thank you, David. In prior months, it seemed clear that the cost of servicing guest rooms had increased significantly following the new COVID-related measures. It seems that these costs have now reduced following the initial cost of reopening, although we continue to monitor this. The leisure and transient demand still very much leading the occupancy ramp-up, in particular in the US and in Europe. Middle East and Asia Pacific both show in a gradual return of corporate and business group demand, whilst tours and groups, or leisure groups, are still pretty low. F&B continues to suffer from the impact of social distancing, in particular in Asia Pacific and Middle East. And in the US, F&B related revenues continue to decline on a per occupied room. In Europe, the low occupancy of the outlet seems to have limited impact so far of the impact of social distancing. This is certainly one to monitor going forward. But yet all coming back to that 29% occupancy break-even point And of course, this will evolve as the costs return back to the business and the business mix changes. Thank you for listening to BCG Talks Hotel Performance with Michael Grove and David Eisen at Hotstats. We look forward to welcoming you to the new format of the series in January 2021 through Women in Hotels or WIH. So please visit WIHglobal.com or follow WIH on LinkedIn for news of the relaunch.